This is the smell of a warm three-day-old egg salad sandwich in a wimpy trash bag. Wimpy, wimpy, wimpy! Blech! And this is the smell of that same sandwich in a hefty, ultra-strong trash bag with new Fabuloso lemon scent. Hefty, hefty, hefty! Ah, <sighs> smell the difference? When life gives you stinky, get hefty, ultra-strong with new Fabuloso lemon scent. It smells like clean, freshly picked lemons. So no matter what's inside your trash, you can stop the stink and smell the lemon. Star Wars 7x7 episode 2689. It's a What to Watch Saturday, and surprise, surprise, we're talking about Under the Helmet, which is the Boba Fett documentary that debuted on Disney Plus yesterday. Punch it! Hey Rebel Rouser, I'm Alan Voivod and this is Star Wars 7x7, your daily dose of Star Wars joy. And thank you so much for joining me for it. So, let me just get the headline news right out of the way, which is that, no, there's no new information about the Book of Boba Fett. I guess the only thing that's possibly new is that there's going to be some Fortnite crossover that happens on December 24th. And the last time that they did a crossover with Fortnite, there was actually something new that happened. It was with the Rise of Skywalker, and you recall how... In the opening crawl, they mentioned that there's been some broadcast across the galaxy, and that's how people knew that Emperor Palpatine was alive. Well, that broadcast was actually shared in Fortnite, so you got to hear Ian McDiarmid deliver that broadcast within the video game Fortnite. And so, who knows? Maybe you know, it won't necessarily be on the order of something like that, but it's entirely possible that something new for the Book of Boba Fett could happen in Fortnite. And so, thankfully, I got kids. <laughs> that like Fortnite, so I'm going to find out for you sooner rather than later. And also while I'm at it, I'll mention that the rumor of a Kenobi trailer, at least as of the recording time of this episode, which is a little bit after 7 p.m. Eastern time on Friday, there has not been a Kenobi trailer dropped. However, the sizzle reel that was shown at the Disney Investor Day in December of 2020 now is public. And so you've been seeing perhaps screenshots from it online and on social media over the past 24 to 48 hours or so. So yeah, if you want to see that sizzle reel for yourself, it's out there and I've already tweeted it from the Star Wars 7x7 Twitter account. That's SW7X7 podcast if you're not following it on Twitter and hey, while you're at it, follow it. And I don't think you have to be a Disney Plus member to see it, so that's good too. Anyway, so let's talk about the Book of Boba Fett special, which is what this really is. It's a celebration of Boba Fett leading up to and hyping the eventual release of the Book of Boba Fett. That certainly does get some time toward the end, but you know, that's not what this special is really about. It's kind of to celebrate the character itself. And, you know, they talk about in the beginning how he only had like four lines of dialogue and barely six minutes of time on screen. And yet he became an incredible sensation. And Ben Burt, the legendary sound designer, thought that no one would ever be talking about him after 1980, <laughs> according to this documentary. But my goodness, what a difference 40 some odd years makes. 
Although actually it took a lot less time than that for Boba Fett to become a sensation. So just in terms of highlights from this documentary, there are a few things that I want to flag for your potential interest. And since I've mentioned Ben Bird, I'll start with the people. The people that they have interviewed for this is just remarkable and stretches the gamut of Star Wars history, including, of course, Ben Burt and Joe Johnston, the concept designer and artist who also then became a great Hollywood director. They got Dave Filoni involved and Steve Sansweet from Rancho Obi-Wan and Kathleen Kennedy, of course, and the maker himself, George Lucas. And also <laughs> on our Twitter account, I took a screenshot of the moment where he has to say, but then we made this holiday special and his face when he has to talk about the holiday special is priceless. Uh, and, you know, more people. So Pete Vilmer, who's a senior writer from Lucasfilm, and Jeremy Bullock's widow Maureen, Daniel Logan, Tamora Morrison. So yeah, everybody from Lucas and Kathleen Kennedy on down who were involved in various ways with the creation and history of Boba Fett. Yeah, pretty amazing stuff. And speaking of Jeremy Bullock's Widow Maureen, and also of Daniel Logan and Tamora Morrison. It's hard not to get emotional about some of these things. There's a moment just with footage of Jeremy Bullock and Daniel Logan and Tamora Morrison together, and just laughing and smiling, and Daniel Logan talking about meeting Tamora Morrison on set, and him telling him, you know, like, all right, you're gonna be my son, I'm gonna be your dad, so just the interaction that they had, and seeing behind the scenes footage of Daniel Logan learning about Boba Fett, and Maureen Bullock sharing memorabilia and talking about the experience of going to conventions with Jeremy and everybody talking about how much Jeremy loved the fans and how you know vital he was to you know being connected with Star Wars and for people you know connecting with Star Wars through him my goodness it is impossible not to get the feels when you're watching this like really it's beautiful and that leads me to a third thing to highlight about the special is the archival footage. So all the way back to test footage where Ben Burt had Boba Fett on camera and was sort of introducing him and kind of illustrating things about his uniform and his weapons and his gadgets and all that stuff. This is like early test footage of the completely white costumed Boba Fett. And the guy inside was Dwayne Dunham, who was an assistant editor on Star Wars and Empire and has become a director in his own right, actually. <laughs> and so they've got conversation with him too, which is great. And they have this footage, not only of the screen test where they're showing all these gadgets, but also of the full Boba Fett costume with Dwayne in it and the way it would show up in the movie during a parade in San Anselmo in 1978. And just on my own personal note, when I watched The Tragedy, which is chapter four of The Mandalorian, and saw that moment where, you know, Boba Fett is taking on all the stormtroopers and he kind of stops and plants his foot and then the little rocket darts pop out from around his kneecaps. At the time I was like, okay, this is kind of ridiculous. Like, I'll be honest with you, that's what I thought. In the 1978 test footage where Ben Burt is showing off the different gadgets and weapons in the uniform, they actually talk about projectiles coming from around the kneecaps in that 1978 video. So 
I officially stand corrected. That is amazing. And they talk about the fact that Lucas wanted to do something special in the parade in the town where he lived because, you know, he just loved the town and wanted to get Star Wars on parade. Dave Filoni talks about how rare it is to see actual screen-used costumes in a parade, which Darth Vader was on parade and so was Boba Fett, and people were kind of shocked and surprised and didn't know what to make of this new character, but certainly a lot of oohs and ahs and crowds <laughs> gathering around him. And it must cost a lot to read load that armor in universe I mean so related to that I suppose is a fourth thing I want to highlight for you which is the creativity in developing the character of Boba Fett so there are conversations with Joe Johnston about the design of Boba Fett and also archival footage of him and Ralph McQuarrie which is so beautiful and amazing and they talk about things like the T-Visor design for it and Joe says I don't know if it was me or if it was Ralph or if it was George coming by and saying hey make it a T but somehow with the design just that became added and it became so iconic as part of his helmet they talked about how they would trade off designs and one person would say oh that or another that when they had the armor out for the screen test Lucas looked at it and said he needs a cape and <laughs> the story is that there was a towel hanging somewhere that Dwayne Dunham said they used to after they had rinsed themselves off after playing volleyball <laughs> at the ranch like that's how they came to have a cape on there because it was some towel that was hanging around that was a post volleyball dry off towel or when Ben Burt talks about how he was like well if this guy's a gunslinger then maybe he should have spurs or something and so Bob Rutledge who was a Foley artist heard that and decided to run with it and actually got spur sounds into the Foley work when Boba Fett's walking so the Foley work if you're not familiar with that is all the little sounds that happen inside Side what you're seeing on there so footsteps sometimes there's actually like clomping that's being done inside a recording studio with wooden boards or when people are walking through grass they've got like grassy things shushing it around like these are you know pretty amazingly talented folks there was actually a, a bit of a featurette with them if I'm not mistaken through some of the Disney gallery stuff about the Mandalorian but just the way that the ideas develop not just for Boba Fett for anything that happens in Star Wars, but certainly the Boba Fett stuff is illustrative of how so many creative people work on these things and the ideas just sort of play off each other to become something absolutely remarkable. And the last thing I wanna highlight is just the beauty of creative limitation. The idea that when you have unlimited budget and unlimited resources on the one hand, sure it means you can do anything, but on the other hand, it doesn't necessarily inspire creativity in the same way. And so for the purposes of this, what's kind of remarkable is that they talk about how George Lucas wanted to have a hundred of these white armored troops and he had this idea about super troopers basically, that they were gonna be an upgraded version of Imperial Stormtroopers. It'd be like the next generation thereof. But they ran into budget issues and so Lucas said, all right, well, we can't do 100 of these. We've only got the one. So let's do something different with the one. Let's make him a bounty hunter. And from there, that's how that white armor got changed. And they talked about the process of making it the Boba Fett armor, which is great. But 
the budgetary limitation led to one of the most talked about characters in Star Wars history. And it didn't even go away because the white armored troopers actually got reused as a concept in a Star Wars Rebels episode as well. So yeah, <laughs> nothing is ever really lost. It's just turned into some kind of new form. So there you go. That's what I've got for you as highlights from the Under the Helmet documentary about Boba Fett. It's only 21 minutes long, so if you got Disney+, Plus, I mean, you can watch it real quick. It won't take you long, and I think you'll probably enjoy it. And it serves as a nice bit of hype reel stuff prior to the release of the Book of Boba Fett. You're not going to learn anything new, unfortunately, but hey, that's all right. It's still pretty amazing for all the reasons I just described and more. And that's going to do it for today's episode of the show. It just remains for me to say thank you so much for joining me for it, as always. And may the Force be with you, wherever in the world you may be. Star Wars 7x7 is not endorsed or sponsored yet by Lucasfilm Limited, Disney, or 20th Century Fox, and is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Star Wars, the Star Wars logo, all names and pictures of Star Wars characters, vehicles, and any other Star Wars-related items, are registered trademarks and or copyrights of Lucasfilm Limited, other respective trademark and copyright holders, may the Force be with them. All original content is copyright 2021 by Star Wars 7x7. We hope you love it. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia. Movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details.